0: The Pistons are the basketball champions of the world! It's time, Detroit. It's time. It's playoff time, Detroit. Let's go to work. I gotta buff up, you oh. know what I'm saying? Detroit, I'm all the way in. Detroit Pistons,
1: I'm all the way in. Let's do it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Buff Podcast. We are the best P.O.D. in the three one three. We got Pistons basketball to talk about. We got some wins to talk about. And I we were just talking about it before we started recording. It has been a fun first week. Uh, quick recap of the week. Uh, Pistons take an L on opening night, but it did not feel like it. Uh, clawing all the way back from a do- down a double-digit deficit. And then games two and three were just exciting from start to finish, uh, whether it was a fight, whether it was the team just displaying energy. It was a really fun week. Uh, let's let's go game by game here. We'll start with opening night. Pistons falling to the Miami Heat by just one. One point. They lose to the Eastern Conference, reigning Eastern Conference champions. I It did not feel like it was that bad of a game. Cade Cunningham in his first game back, official game back, dropping a 30-piece. Connie, you're first on my screen. Give us your thoughts on the loss
2: to the Heat. Uh I mean I got to eat some crow. I think one of my big predictions from the season is that we were going to start slow and that was mainly around like it taking Cade some time to like get into game shape and like get up to speed with the NBA game and <laughs> just completely wrong, man. This dude just comes out mid-range operator. There's not like an inkling of space. Miami is just cramming the paint with four guys every time he has the ball and it doesn't really matter. Like he's just cooking dudes in the mid-range. He looks way more confident on that three-pointer, I thought. He takes him with much more regularity. I think that's probably a Monty Williams thing. Just, like, if you got it, you can launch that shit. Uh, Cade is just – he was masterful this game, I thought. Like, I thought it started really slowly. Like, I think we started, like, turning over the ball, like, back-to-back. I mean, we turned over the ball 15 like, times. Like, <laughs> yeah. But to actually, like, still be a good game beyond that. uh Super impressive from Cade, obviously.
1: Absolutely. And I think his first shot, his first point in both uh, the Miami game and in um, the Charlotte game were both three-pointers. So like you said, he's letting it fly and they're falling, which is a good sign. Gabe, your thoughts on the Miami game.
0: Yeah, jumping right on Cade there. I think the most obvious thing, Miami is an insane defensive team. They got to the... Finals because of their defense and like you could see, like all five players were always full focus on Cade. They did not care about Stewart the three, definitely not a star, and also not Killian. And so like Cade had to operate with Kyle Lowry just like pestering him the entire game. And we know how insane Bam and Jimmy are as like help defenders, smart readers. And you know there were ter- ter- turnovers early. I think we'll talk more about that with Cade. Um, in general but uh, wow he's just like you can t- like you can tell he's just he's so slow he knows exactly what he wants to do before he d- he does it and the play that stood out to me the most well it's not even a play but like Bagley or dern or stew would screen and then he'd use it and then he'd come back a little bit closer back around the other side and it felt like it was either always an oop or a mid-range or theoretically it would be a kick out to the three if they weren't cheating so hard off of him but man just watching him become that like creator just from day one I mean we'll talk about the next night in Charlotte I assume but uh yeah it's just yeah he every question mark aside from like the handle and the turnovers like he answered them already night one
1: yeah, he did. And uh, another note on Kate. just, I mean, I know we saw him a couple of times in pre-season, but he just looks more, like, free and fluid out there, a little more agile. Like, the way he's jumping laterally just seemed a lot more comfortable to me than in recent years. Did you, have you guys noticed anything like that after the surgery?
0: He's, he looks confident on his, yeah. like, athletic moves, yeah.
1: He's yeah. Up. Yeah, and – uh I guess, yeah, let's move straight into the Charlotte game because I'm sure we're going to talk about pretty much anything and everything there is to talk about these, these last blaster games. Uh, great win in Charlotte. Got a little chippy. Um, always fun to win a chippy game. I don't know why P.J. Washington or Brendan Miller would want to come at Stu or Dern, but, hey, uh, their funeral. Um, it, it was a great competitive uh, game for the guys. Again, turnovers were just another big issue. That is something this team is going to have to clean up. Again, going back to that Miami game, we turned the ball over, I forget how many times. It was too many times. And we still only lost by one. And then we turned the ball over numerous times again in the second game, and we still win it. Um, I, I don't remember turnovers being as big of a problem in the third game, but turnover is something this team's going to have to clean up. So I started with Connie last time. So, Gabe, uh, your thoughts on the turnovers or anything you saw in the Charlotte game?
0: Yeah, I'll stick with the the turnovers because you know going from miami to charlotte i was expecting like okay you know miami i guess is understandable but then yeah. charlotte you know they're not really a defensive team they don't have those stoppers so i was expecting a much more in control game but it really wasn't up and down back and forth just bad turnovers um and i think connie you mentioned this in the preseason sometime Having, like, five weapons out there that can all play, make, and attack. I think that's what we're trying to do. But, like, in the learning process of that, it's just a lot of turnovers. Of, like, Asar can't handle the ball. Like, when he drives, he loses it so many times. Like, the shape is there. The idea is there. And I want him to keep doing that. It's just very raw right now. During some bad passes. And then specifically... I wrote this in the group chat. Um, every time Cade gets doubled, which is almost every possession he has the ball, he'll hold the ball a little too long or his left hand is a little bit loose. I think that can easily be fixed as well, but like for a player that's smart, it's just a bit concerning, a bit strange to watch.
1: Yeah, and I think there needs to be a little more movement when Cade does get doubled too. I feel like everyone's just like, oh my God, Cade getting doubled, and then everyone just stands on their spot. People need to move around and find ways to get the ball away from him and I feel like that's going to be something that we start attacking as the season goes on is when teams do come out in hard heads and they do blitz and they do double um we're going to have a game plan because you know they're doubling Cade near half court and he's able to back out to like that hash mark near half court and that leaves what like 40 plus feet room to operate with a four on three advantage like we're going to figure things out there and that's going to become a bigger weapon I think um It was late in the game yesterday, and Kelser mentioned this as well. Cade was waiting for the double team to come. He was waiting for DeRozan to come and double at him, but he was trying to draw him in a little bit closer and just threw a pass that was like right toward in in the reach of DeRozan. I think it was headed for Stu. Um, So Cade sees these things. He knows they're going to happen. He just needs to uh figure out how to get out of them and I think that will come eventually uh
2: Connie your thoughts on turnover
1: yeah. Charlotte
2: I think that's just like limit testing sort of yeah thing. like how much can I get away with and then it's like oh this is how much yeah. I get away with and I think those things are going to be ironed out I think with the turnovers in general I don't know if y'all agree just watching this off the offensive system as from last year to this year is completely different <laughs> There's oh yeah more motion and half court movement passing different guys getting touches on the ball it's quicker it's there's much more passes than there were last year which was a lot of just like high pick and roll. and i think yeah. with that and it being a young team there is just like there's a learning curve like there's a learning curve to playing this motion offense this like quick passing running uh offense that like i mean the the Warriors kind of do it and they always have a high amount of turnovers. I mean, we could do better than what they're doing right now with like every starter having three turnovers at least. Yeah. But I think that's something that absolutely is like, that's just part of the process, you know? And yeah. I wouldn't trade it for a slower or more conservative offense because I think this no. offense
0: is super
2: fun right now, right? Like, I don't yeah. understand how it looks fun because, like, you manage, to get, there's like, there's one. Two, there's no shooters other than Cade on the front, on, in the starting lineup that the other defense respects in any sort. And of he time. has the ball, <laughs> and somehow, like the offense still sort of flows. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like it should kind of just shut down everything. But I think because guys can sort of, like a lot of these dudes can play make. Like you said, like everybody can sort of do something. Uh,
0: and the vertical spacing.
2: Vertical spacing and the rebounding. Holy, oh, movie, the yeah. rebounding. Yeah. Uh, we have
0: to talk about the, the offensive rebounding, Asar, Dern, like, they just, you can box yeah. him out. Special case said he just went over Vucevic, like, he just not get tired. literally elevated over. <laughs> and, like, Asar, he had, like, three clutch offensive rebounds at the end of the Charlotte game, I think. Mm-hmm. Man. He just, kind of like, just this,
2: sneaks in there, and then just wings yeah. up, and he's just higher than the centers are, and he just goes yeah. and gets it. And
1: he just has a knack for the ball. The ball somehow always finds him. I think it was yesterday, a shot just like fell off the rim. Two people tapped it, and it went straight to Asar, and he was able to take it out and clear it to reset. Like it, we're, we're just—it's just nice to not only have one, not only two. We have three guys that can crash the glass, which is and giving our team um, a second chance with the athleticism we have. and the team is scrambling, it's—it's going to be tough to stop.
0: I—I I, I do want to touch on the spacing thing. Real quick yeah. again, in the especially in the Miami game, I watched Sam uh, Vincini's Vincini's uh, breakdown afterwards. Because K didn't take a single free throw. And he took 27 shots. But cause, it's because he operates mainly in the mid-range. Is that mainly because teams are just packing the paint? Does he get a little bit like, you know, I don't really want to drive in here. I'm just going to shoot this and settle for a kind of hard mid range shot. And also the turnovers, right? With everything so packed, it's because there's no spacing. So I just like there's kind of been a discussion on Reddit at least when Bogey comes back, they're like, does he start? To me it's obvious, yes. You start. He, First of, he's of all, just he's too, just he's insane. Good. Like he is yeah. just like
2: one he's a very good basketball player.
0: And just like every time I see Killian or Stuart, sorry, take a corner three, I just think, man, what if that were bogey what if that were monte morris like i just imagine that the ball just goes in all the time that so, means, I this think... offensive scheme with spacing i cannot wait to watch
2: that like who is he taking out though because like are you i think Monty Morris is coming off the bench
0: yeah i think so too who's he taking
2: out hayes
0: i think, killian. I think... And yeah. it's got to be killian right now i
1: think
2: there there will be
1: spots for Killian. though oh yeah i think I, yeah, there's a, there's a role for him on this team. It's just yeah. not the one that there is right
2: now. It, it pains me to say that because I, I feel like offensively, he's still like skill-wise eh. the exact same dude. Eh. Uh, there's a lot less on his plate, so you see it a little less. Like it's not Killian running these pick and rolls, but he still doesn't shoot well. Uh, he still doesn't do much on that end, but I am I wrong to say that? I feel like Killian has taken a step defensively again like no fantastic and yeah. like
1: no you really I, I think yeah i think what it is is we touched on it on the pod before that he really focused on conditioning this off season, and i think now that like you said there's less on his plate offensively he can exert more energy defensively and he and like we saw stretches last year where he was like locked down he's in your face he's like all up in your business and he's doing that pretty much every possession down now he's hustling for the ball and he's exerting that energy on defense because he knows that he can take it easier on offense because there's times, unfortunately, on offense where he's invisible. Like, I saw, I think, two or three times Killian's open in the corner for a three and Kate opts to take the mid range instead.
0: Just right? Right? So, ignore him.
1: Shot. Yeah. yeah. It's a better right? shot.
0: Exactly. So, I also think he'd stand out more on defense if Asar wasn't being <laughs> yeah. an absolute first team all defense on ball defender. It's insane watching him play. Sar he's is just everywhere. He's, he's right on them and he does not like he leaves like two inches of space at all times.
2: He blocked mm-hmm. another step back last night. He blocked a lean yeah. step back. Like, he down blocks, the like
0: face guarding uh, blocks jump shots. I don't understand.
2: Because he's got the pogo stick. Like, he's just there. It takes him absolutely no wind-up or anything to, like, bounce. And then he just bounces. I was watching, like, around the NBA. And, like, I feel like Asar Thompson's athleticism is sort of unique. Like, there's different types of athletes. Like, it's not just, like, more athletic, less athletic. I think it's, like, a a big 3D spectrum. And the guy he reminds me of, like, athletically, is Gary Payton. uh, Gary Payton II. Gary Payton Jr. Like the way that they move around the court, the way that they like run, walk, they're both guys that if you see them standing, they're standing on their toes. Like Asara Thompson is rarely ever like if you watch him, he's rarely ever like flat footed on the court. It's almost always he's on like the balls of his feet and his heels are off the ground. And Gary Payton walks the exact same way. The only difference is Asar Thompson is, like, a half a foot taller.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, and that's the other thing. I always saw, like, watching Gary Payton, I'm like, dude, this guy is a great player. at His height At what, like, 6'2", 6'3". Like, imagine if you could find a guy that was like Gary Payton, but taller. We got that in Asar Thompson. He can start making threes. And, like, who said it? I think um uh McCormick said it on pissing Live yesterday. There's nothing really wrong with Asar's mechanics. Yeah, it looks funky but i think that shots gonna come eventually i mean okay. he's taken a few eventually. uh yeah
2: eventually <laughs> he's shoot a eventually. bad eventually 26% yeah, in the field right now
1: it's bad we're 3 games in but like you know i was i if i was on the pod before the first game i was going to ask you guys if you had to make a bet is a first bucket gonna be a layup a dunk um or a three pointer what would you have said dunk I was going to say, le- I was going to say layup. And what do you, what do you know? He literally walks up the court and steps into a triple from the right wing and buried. like, you know, he's got the confidence. Uh, we saw it uh, to tie the game in preseason. We've seen it throughout the season. Um, that nice, um, I guess you can kind of call it a step back off the loose ball uh, from Dern and the Hornets game too. Yeah.
0: So the they're, long they're, two they're, in they're, the
1: corner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, there is common.
2: I think along with it, I think Asar is probably one of the biggest beneficiaries of some improved spacing out there because like we we said it before and we've seen it he finds the cracks like either for offensive rebounds or for cuts to get dunks like he's he, a smart cutter he's a really smart yep. cutter and I, that just becomes so much easier when there's not like it's not congested like that and if, if so yeah. it opens up for him a little bit which I mean, it'll have to be him too. Like, it's not just like everybody else around him needs to be a better spacer. It's like if you're one of the five guys out there, you have to take part in making it better spacing. But yeah, but, uh, passing uh, like, too. An, a, yeah, a,
0: a admit exactly. Player. Go ahead, Cody.
2: I just like a line of six points, eleven rebounds, and five assists as an average. It's just like such a weird stat line. I mean he was
1: nine, (laughs) twelve, and five yesterday. Like that's like I mean, it doesn't seem like he did a lot, but he was everywhere that game. It was crazy.
2: And he's a he's gonna get a five by five sometime in this career. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no question. Andre (laughs) Carroll's stat lines out here. He did
0: that one play where he cut, received the ball, and then like held it up. Bounce pass to Stu stew and Stu slams it. That was such a beautiful play. And did and, you see the play where
1: uh, he, Stu flipped it to him and like in two tenths of a second he whipped it outside the bricks for a trip? Oh yeah, like, that was beautiful. You blinked him is, the head.
0: Yeah. yeah. And just cu- cu- coming back to uh, Killian real quick. The mm-hmm. thing I do like, his like little kind of secondary pick and roll where he gets close and then hits that little like turnaround around, or not turn around, like a fadeaway kind of like fading, on his yeah. hip. That shot looks really good. It goes in a lot of the time. And I do yep. think like on the bench, he's still a great ball mover, still a great defender. And he'll have to do even less, I think, on the bench when he's out there with Ivy and Monte Morris. So I think that's just a perfect role for him. I'd love to see uh Monte Morris, Killian and Burks out there with like Bagley and Livers. That's just a good lineup as well because I think a few times our bench kind of lacks defense especially when we have like Mm -hmm. Sasser Joe Harris out there so putting him down there, Livers back that I'm also excited to watch that.
1: And you will see that lineup because yesterday for I think two or three times um, Monty ran out like it was only for two or three minutes but he ran out lineups with Cade, Ivy, and Sasser in it so we're going to see those three guard lineups and it's going to be um, really interesting to see like which regards he utilizes and when he decides to pick his spot because Monty, like there's no defined rotation right now. Like if a guy's hot, he's putting him in. If a lineup he thinks it's first. he's putting it in. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to see, you know, like if, if you're thinking like, oh, like Killian be really good on the ball right now. Killian's in the game right then and there. You really think, oh, Sasser's spacing is needed. Sasser in the game right then and there. Like it's just nice to see. And I think, Sasser's going to get more minutes uh, over the next four weeks until uh, Monte, Livers, and Bogey start coming back because after the first game, Monte, Monty Morris said uh, he thinks that he should have, looking back on it after the film, that Sasser should have played some more. That's why I was asking you guys if Sasser was playing more. So I don't know why he didn't play as much. Uh, maybe because we were playing some bigger teams the last couple of days. Smallest guy, I think, on the Hornets with Brogier. And then who's the smallest guy? Kobe White, I guess. And he's yeah. not even that small, right? So, uh, no, Caruso. Uh, Caruso is the same height. So, like you know, Sasser will probably get some minutes when we got smaller guards on the other end, but he can knock down some shots.
0: Speaking of the size, um, I noticed lamello often um abused Ivy when we played. Like I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, they were putting Ivy good. on. Yeah, they were putting yeah, Ivy he was on. the ball. too small like, for...
0: Yeah, and yeah. he just like take him inside. Ivy still like <laughs> he he's played well.
1: The
0: <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, but he just he has. he's played well. He missed that windmill, which is pretty uh I thought, oh no. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I I like that he's kind of embracing that role. He hasn't been pouting. Um I guess he's gonna come off the bench too, so once those guys come back. So yeah, the that rotation will be interesting and then the other thing I've really noticed with Stu and Dern, our defense at the rim is really good with as- Asar as well. But, like, if one person switches, there's still, like, Dern behind them. There's still Stu there. And then Asar too. He had five blocks the first game. And then the first play of – was it the Bulls game, game or the Hornets game? The like, Hornets game. He, Hornets, Hornets yeah, game, yeah. He, yeah, he he's watching. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, man – This, like, the blueprint is there for an insane defense.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of executing, man. 199 points and 102 points scored by the other teams in 2023. Like, uh, I feel like the defensive turnaround, very legit. Are
0: are we going to be a top 10 defense this year? I kind of see If we keep
2: this up for a whole year, yeah. I mean, we're young, Doug. Yeah, we are. But,
1: I mean, if they play like this the whole year. We were like yeah.
2: last last year, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: like, middle <laughs> of the pack is is, is is my hope right now. But it could be better because like the the, guy, it's, the only thing that would worry me is just that it's young. We're, like the Pistons are really young and defense is usually something that like takes a lot of knowledge and understanding. Um, But the dudes out here like Thompson, Stu Dern, I feel like even Cade. Cade is like. Oh, it, yeah. He's fighting my favorite too. part,
1: yeah, my favorite part yesterday was um, when when he didn't when he got that no call and he got so mad and he was hyping up everybody with the clapping. I feel like his defensive intensity picked up right there. It was great.
2: Yeah, he can really do it. And He's huge too. Um, yeah. But I mean, I feel like now is as good a good time as any for talking defense to talk about Jalen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and just. I had a just like a, as a thought exercise that I wanted to do here. Um, if we did like a centers draft, and it's like for this year, you're drafting centers out of the whole league. Um, how long would it take to get to Durin? So if we just do that, just
0: for this year, or like uh, just for th- the-
2: we could do both. Let's do this year, and then let's do for the future. So just this year, first pick,
0: Jokic. Jokic yeah. Pick. Jokic.
2: Second pick. It's a, I'd say Embiid. Like, I know you're not an Embiid laker, but Embiid's probably still the second best center in the league.
1: His skill set, yeah. <laughs> probably. Third pick,
2: Bam at so, bio Or Sabonis.
0: Mm. Bam.
1: Sabonis. I'd, go, I'd go Bam, yeah, Bam. I mean, Bam. I was going to say. Bam is kind to the finals, up. like, three
0: times. <laughs> yeah, that good point, a cool good point. Fourth I'm, taking pick. Durin next.
2: I'm <laughs> picking Durin next. I'm picking <laughs> Duran next. Duren is my fourth yeah. pick among centers in the league for this year.
0: Maybe Brook Lopez, just because he's really smart and he can Consistent space. Player. Player.
2: Space, shot blocker, yeah. All right. So he's four or five. No consideration for, like, a Carl Anthony Towns. Go-
0: Go- Go- you mean Gobert?
2: <laughs> Gobert, no. KP,
1: probably not. Um... No, i running through it. I can't, I don't think I can
2: take anyone. So is during a top five center in the league as a 19-year-old?
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you ask some Pistons fans, yes. Yeah,
2: if you ask us three so, on this podcast, yeah. the statistics, man. I'm talking about... 18,
0: 15, 4, 3. Yeah. Man, his yeah. passing, especially to start the game last night, was insane again. Like, I... He does – the one play that I wish he did is I wish he takes, like, the end of the shot clock threes. He was that open one. that one time. <laughs> yeah. I want him to shoot that.
1: There was a play yesterday where the shot clock was running down and K gave it to him at the top yeah, of the key. Yeah, I that, thought he was going to shoot that's it. That's what I'm talking yeah. about,
0: but he didn't yeah. – that's his shot. But, man, yeah, he is – he's just amazing. He really is. He's like, incredible. Last year, he wasn't in the right spots a lot of the time on defense. Um, This – this year he is, a, a, a lot of players just are, like, going away from him. They see him there. They know what he can do. And they're just, you know, at the start, they'll get swatted. But by the end of the game, they, they've they learned. And they learned their that lesson that. Yeah.
1: And I think, you know, I think a lot of the – some of the wins that the team is going to get over the next couple of weeks, if not the rest of the season, is teams thinking that they're playing the Pistons from last year. They're going to take oh, yeah. it easy a little bit. And I think that's what happened yesterday with Chicago. They were just like,
2: "Oh, we're playing the Pistons." Also, exactly, think decided they just to suck.
0: Yeah, there's that. <laughs> Chicago treatment. is not yeah, good. Exactly <laughs> no,
2: fifty I, points, zero assists. Uh, I can't imagine how little fun it is to play with that right there.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like, and uh, I wanted to touch on another Durham block. Oh, the help side block on on Drummond. That was. Like,
0: that was really nice. I thought really that was nice. I, yeah, that's usually a block that's tough
2: to get. To. I thought it was He's too. Going to- opposite side of the rim like mm-hmm. he's going from like usually when the defender's on the opposite side of the rim and the guy goes for a layup like pretty close to the backboard it's tough to get to that because the rim almost acts like a, a, a like a wall that you can't really like mm-hmm. lock through but he like goes under and just beats that shit and it really made me think like dang this is uh he's Andre Drummond 2.0 man
0: he really is <laughs> and
1: and uh he's so much smarter this year too like he got an offensive rebound yesterday and instead of going up and trying to punch it home, he actually jumped backwards for the reverse duck to use his body and the rim to protect the ball. Like it was, it was just something like that that stands out to me. Like this guy knows he's what he can do. Yeah, it was really great. And like when he had the, that dunk the... through con, oh no, you're good. When he had that dunk through contact, I didn't even think he needed to flex because I didn't even think he felt the contact. Like he just <laughs> like played through everything and threw it down. Like nothing was in his path, but. Jalen Dern yeah. we've been hyping up Jalen Dern all offseason and rightfully so he's proven so far
2: and I I sent a shot chart and his shot yeah. chart in the season is just like all directly in front of the basket and you think like the shortcoming for a guy like this like rim protector lob catcher dunker is like what's the shortcoming it's like he can't play down the stretch because they're gonna foul him nope because <laughs> it's one of the special guys that never shoots jump shots but can hit his free throws at like a high rate. Like, there's very little weakness in this man's game right now.
1: And That's throw a, back a, to his, the beginning of his rookie a turnover. Yeah. Throw. The, but throw back to the beginning of his rookie season, he could not hit a free throw to save his life. And look at where he is now. Like, just in a year, look at how far he's come.
0: Also, in the Summer League, we kind of saw him play like a Giannis type of ball, you know, where he like handle attack the rim and stuff. And then last night he did that once. He pick pick picked up at like half court and just took Wooch to the rim. Like Wooch has no chance. Like players like Sabonis, any like big white <laughs> big man, you can just <laughs> attack him and like I think
2: most big men.
0: These, most bigs, yeah.
2: They're not forming a wall because they don't know him. Uh yep. but like really like who there's no big men that are really an athletic no athlete. big man
1: no
0: they don't have the foot speed to keep up yeah. with it nobody does
2: most any center i think could probably beat off the three-point
0: line i noticed Jokic, it a few times, everybody yeah, i noticed it a few yeah. times like where we're kind of in half transition i just think attack 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 like the opening is there but they don't they slow it down which i understand you want like an, a nice shot but i think the possibility is there it doesn't matter who it is maybe not stew if you have the ball, don't pass it. Don't wait for K to come back. Just attack. Like Durin I'm has the handle. Go. He has the speed, and like just go. Like we should just watch Giannis highlights. Just let him run. Let him go. Marvin too. I gotta say, throw throw. He has he hasn't played a lot of minutes, but he's been really good. He's yep. been at the rim defensively okay, and then that pick and roll. I mean Dern as well. Marvin too. That pick and roll alley oops tough lays like. They're just good. They're really athletic. And then I I guess we have to talk Stewart too. Like he's played really well. he's played really, really well. hmm
1: Offensively, but, defensively. Like and he's and I think Kelsey's touched on it. I don't know how many times in three games, but he's grown up. Like he's not taking the three every time he gets it. Like, yeah. he's putting it on the floor, getting to the rim. And um I do wish he'd I take mean,
0: those threes occasionally where he's wide open. I do
1: too. <laughs> yeah. I like mean, but at the same time, man. like, he's finishing two for four from three. And I'll take that. Like, his percentage is going to go up. He's making them when they count. And his teammates – uh, another pass from Asar, um, he got the offensive rebound and flung it outside to Stu. Like, Stu missed one three really badly. Asar got the rebound. Oh, it, it right out back. Of, Yeah, like, this team is just, like, everybody's oh, a threat at something. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: that was a really, I like that one because I was watching, like, you know, Stream East and the Hornets <laughs> commentator after he breaks the first one is like, haha, hard to shoot it when you're angry because they were like, they're beats <laughs> a little bit and the ball yeah. goes right back out to him and he swishes it from like a step back. It like, felt so good. It's like, shut the hell up, man.
0: Yeah, and man. Like... <laughs> that, like, I thought c- 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 coming into the heat game, I was like, if these guys weren't so good defensively, the Stu being like a mismatch at the four is c- g- gonna be really noticeable. And then against especially the Bulls, where it's like DeRozan on him at times, Stu just walks into the rim, they throw it up, he just goes up and scores. That I love that yeah. that they abuse him. He's not really like a one on one post scorer, but he can no. like a DeRozan stands no chance against Stu. Yeah. And yeah. He's, he's really like
2: yeah, yeah. Monty said that in the preseason, and I feel like we're seeing it a lot. It's either like we he gets are a great position, or he gets like sort of good position, does like one dribble, like, and then that st- he does the same step through move where he just like blams him with the side of his body, moves yeah. through because like they just move back. Like he is, oh, the strength in this front court, the it's strength,
1: and it's crazy. I love that too because like you're taking it to one of the big two stars on the other team. Like you're making him work defensively. Just when I saw that they were putting DeRozan on Stewart, I'm just like, let let him bang, man. Train DeRozan, let him give it to Stu. Let him do this thing. He's getting really good at this, like under the basket, reverse over his head. Like he completed yeah. that and and one on uh, I think it was Levine. It should have been an and one. They just called the foul on the floor, which is stupid. Um, he he's getting really good at that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So like he he's getting really good at those um i'm really happy with what i've seen from isaiah stewart and uh <laughs> just him and Duran together man the dog town with the dog
0: they dogs. love each other yeah they
1: love them man. it's great and like, I just
0: it. as a whole the chemistry of this team right now yeah like they're doing this at like all times of the game hand on the chest saying we're always like level Stu got leveled yeah. by pj on a really cheap shot and he was yep. like, he was smiling. It wasn't a LeBron situation. He was smiling. <laughs> he blew kisses at him. Like it was just, yeah, it was just amazing to see. And like, no one is pouting. Everyone is playing with the one goal to win. We like, we want the ball more than anybody else. I think. And I yeah. think just because we're too fast, we're too athletic, we're too big, we're gonna win a lot of games.
2: Yeah. Um, like I
0: like, like. Maybe the Bucks, like size-wise maybe the Cavs can like keep up with us. Yeah, yes. Other yes. than that, we're just going to we're going to win games just because other teams aren't as big as us, aren't as fast. Yeah. And they don't want the it as much. I know, but Lakers are old. There's no way they're going to run with us. There's no way they're <laughs> going to go for those third offensive rebounds.
2: <laughs> Have your expectations for the season changed? Oh, oh yeah. Week? Yeah. And I
0: think a huge part is also Monty Williams like the way he talks the the offense we run the defense we run and then Special K mentioned this against the Bulls we kept attacking the white the the right wing like a football runner you know you'd go go back to the same play hammer them the same way over and over yeah and they couldn't stop it and
2: beating them the same way yeah
0: and that's coaching right there do the exact same thing there's no like set rotations, like you said, um, it's not oh, starters come in three minutes left in the third, you know, whatever that mm-hmm. is, what like you would do last year. And then also, he subbed them out with like a minute to go last night for that standing so, ovation standing for a great like, crowd at great. LCA. And that's yeah. just like those small things. Man, we're gonna be, we're, yeah, we're gonna be good, honey. To I think we're gonna be a playing team for sure, like a, a uh,
2: seven eight. We're gonna
0: be better than the Bulls, better than the Raptors. I think we're gonna be like Pacers level, who like I mean, I gotta say they're playing well too. I'd yeah. say like I could see nine-eight. I'm gonna be in like that that kind of range. Uh,
1: those in-season tournament games are gonna be exciting.
0: Yeah, Basically I'm going like I was seen. debating do I go to this game, decided not to. That first game against Philly, I'm gonna in that in-season tournament, I'm going to that one.
1: Yeah, James Harden doesn't play. I mean if I mean we saw yesterday. A guy can drop fifty, but if we hold all four other guys to nothing, we're gonna beat him. Also that like, was some
2: that was some, that was some shot making by Levi. That was some shot
1: making, exactly. Like there were oh, two or three plays in his in the, face. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And he was a star was in his face in the corner and he would just like step back and bury it. I'm like, there's nothing you can do about that. Um what was the other thing I wanted to mention? Oh, I... Uh, Gabe, you mentioned Killian, uh, his little mid range. It looks good. They ran a play for him yesterday. I saw, like, they had him come off, come downhill, like off high, off of a pick and roll, off ball, and he mm. ran towards the basket. They fed him, and he was just able to step into it and he knocked it down. Yeah. Like, our point guards in the mid range are are pretty good. I mean, Ivy hit a One step back from really the mid range yesterday. One of
2: them is all right.
1: Yeah, one of them I mean Ivy's Ivy's showing the case his ability to do it too. He hasn't done it much this year. Um, but we saw him snaking screens towards the end of last year to hit middies. I think I've only seen like one or two from him this year. I saw him hit a step back yesterday. Um, from the mid-range. But uh let's talk about Ivy. We we kind of touched on him, but we haven't really talked about him. He's mm-hmm. kind of embracing that role a lot. Uh, I think you said it, Gabe. He's embracing that role and first game wasn't was the rough. greatest it,
2: it
0: was, was
1: rough, rough. <laughs> it was rough um but he he bounced back with a vengeance the last couple of nights and it's so cool to see like he's realizing like if i can blow by um first unit guys like i did last year and now i'm going up against second unit dudes it's over like
2: yeah Jaden ivy
1: can do whatever he wants
2: it's not even like a crossover it's just like i'm gonna run in this direction <laughs> and i dare you to try to keep <laughs> up with me man you're probably not gonna be able to
0: he uh, he's... can also find the bigs really well. He had that ch- mm-hmm. ch- chemistry with uh, Durin last year, but Marvin as well. It's like it looks unorthodox. He kind of just runs and then hangs in the air, but it ends up in their hands and they score usually. So, yeah, he's played well aside from the Miami game. And, uh, yeah, I'm not worried about him at all going forwards. I like no. how he plays
2: within, uh, I think, the game more like, Yeah, you know, last he year he doesn't take those step back threes. Oh, it, it was just like the team that was. It was just him. Yeah, half the team was gone. But uh like one of the, I thought things that I saw about him is that he's like a chucker, and I think we we see now he's not a chucker. Like this mm-hmm. last game, he comes out, he's out there with Burks most of the time. He took six shots because Burks had the hot hand, and he like he just he just let the hot hand, you know, let the hot hand mm-hmm. go. like, and he just he just like he he saw his opportunities. I mean, if he didn't see the opportunity, he didn't like dribble it out, he just kind of passed it on and let the offense continue through. Uh
0: yeah. We run a lot of plays for Burks, talking real quickly about him, where like yeah. he'll come around, Cade will get a screen from Dern and then Burks will screen as well. And then it's either you leave Cade open or you leave Burks open. And Burks has been such a blessing off the bench. I think we it's just there. the comparison when a person who can actually play offense versus our starters for the most part, that's why I can't wait to see Bogdanovich play again because he's going to look much the same, I think. But, man, Burks has been great. He really carried us for stretches against the Hornets, just like getting to the line, hitting clutch threes. Mm -hmm. Um, Same against the Bulls. Yeah. I, I mentioned in the group chat that I wanted to see him start against the Hornets. I still think I want to see him start um, against where it's not like, you know, if you're playing against Garland and Mitchell, sure, start Killian. But, it, like, when it's when there's only one, like, elite guard, I want to see Burke start just for that spacing. Because, I mean, we saw a Sarkin hang with anybody. So and I, with Dern and Stu behind him, I don't think his defense will be a problem, um, much yeah. like Bogey as well. So I'd love to see him start just for that spacing.
1: And does asar seem stronger to you guys than he looks? Like Jimmy Butler banged him a couple of times and he moved because anyone's going to move with Jimmy Butler bumps in. But he was still able to like stay balanced and contest the shot at the rim. Like it's just impressive how strong. And I mean, like you mentioned Connie, he's athletic as all hell. but like, and I'm sure that helps make up for a little bit of the loss of strength. But he seemed a little stronger to me than uh, than I thought he was.
0: Not yeah and <laughs> okay, I think okay. and I think that leads to like we mentioned earlier, rebounding. you know what the rebounding differential was each game against the heat, we were plus eight against the hornets, we were plus twelve against the bulls we were plus twenty uh, I think that's gonna be a theme that will repeat itself. I'm gonna keep tally how many games we have less rebounds than the other teams so far we're three. Hey, now. I mean,
1: and it's also the opponents we're playing, right? Like, you know, Bam Adebayo is a great rebounder. So I guess that's fine that we're only plus eight. And then Mark Williams compared and PJ Washington compared to Stu and Dern, no contest. And then Vucevic and Drummond. Drummond's a great one, but Vucevic in most of the time against our three guys over. So, like, there's going to be Williams games.
0: As Patrick well.
1: Williams. Yeah, he's, DeRozan was he's at not the floor a four player.
2: Yeah. So, you know, uh, we second in the league right now and yeah we are and i think who's um, first minnesota by 0. 0.5 uh, they've been getting fifty-four and a half. and a pistons been getting 54
1: I, I i retweeted something that was out let me see if i can find it with our defensive stats let me see if i can find it you guys talk about whatever
2: you want while I look and we're, we're fourth in offensive rebounding uh, just one behind Utah Jazz are against 16. The Pistons are against 15 offensive rebounds. Per I'm game. surprised
0: we're not first, honestly. Yeah, me too.
2: Uh, but I mean, can can you 20- guys name the other
1: teenager teenager to register at least 23 points, 15 rebounds, and five assists? Uh, yeah, in
2: the I NBA can game? because I've been sp- I spread that tweet around a. Couple times because it's the best business propaganda out there, and the answer is LeBron. Is it LeBron? Yeah, <laughs> LeBron and Galen Duran, man, the only two, teenagers yeah. to do that. Yeah. Okay,
1: I got it. All right, here it is. All right, so Jack Kelly posted this. Uh, he said uh, some defensive numbers. The Pistons are first in blocks per game at nine and a half, and this was I think before the game. A half. Yes, this was before the game yesterday. Uh, first in total rebounds at 109, second in rebounds per game at 54.5, first in opponent shooting at the rim at 47.4, third in opponent field goal percentage at 38.9, fifth in defensive rating at 99.5. And that's all according to NBA stats. I mean, they were preaching defense first, <laughs> like this has been defense. The defense, oh, yeah, defense.
0: and I think it's most amazing. importantly is, is that rim number. Um, that's what it should be honestly mm-hmm. with our guys on the court um, and then cleaning up the defensive glass also really important and our guys like you'll often see not many people leak out I think to a degree we could leak out a little bit more Um, but we'll have like three people to like grab that rebound which like you can't complain about I just think we miss out on a few run yeah. opportunities there
1: and two of those three that can rebound are pretty good passers, too, and can I'm confident they can make a great outlet pass. I don't know how else well two can make an outlet pass. I'd love to see it. But I yeah. know Durin and Asar can do it for sure.
2: And like you said, they can all grab and go. Yep. Like, you get the rebound, run it down.
1: Yep, exactly. Um, and I was trying to do the math in my head. What do we have as a rotation right now? Is it 12 or 13? Because I think the only person on our bench that has not really played, excluding the two-way guys, is James Wiseman.
0: Good,
2: he's so done, man. Uh, okay. I mean, rotation guys. I think we have ten, and then like I don't okay, think you count think Sasser. Yeah. You don't count out. Sasser. Okay. I know. I count Sasser. I think it's ba- uh, it's Bagley, Harris, Ivy, Burke, Sasser.
0: I think Sasser will drop out um, once we get healthy. I'm surprised I think we're Rose just will. <laughs> I'm just excited. I, I,
1: maybe we're driving up Berks's trade stock right now, flipping into the Rockets for God
0: knows what. <laughs> I think we will end up trading him. Um, yeah,
2: like if we're competitive this year, I don't think these these pieces are going anywhere. Like, if, I don't like, want to like trade Bricks right now. No, let's.
0: It's you like you it. s- Like, what happens though when we have? Does Killian just ride the bench then too? Once we have Monte Morris, Ivy Burks I off the bench. I think we
2: end up seeing. Is we see probably a lot of bigger minute big minutes out of Cade and Duran, and then everybody else is just gonna kind of be in a uh like twenty to thirty like you, you, like you ever play two K my team or yeah, my, and then you kind of just like set all the sliders the same. You kind of get everybody the same amount of minutes to get a bite at it. I think that's what we're gonna be seeing. I think that'll be good for for Bogey, uh, as an older dude coming off some injuries. You know, like mm-hmm. start, not like it's not. Uh, I mean, Bogey may see a
1: chunk of his minutes in the first and the fourth just to, like, get yeah. us going and close us out. Like, like that's It's like fine load management,
2: it. but it's not really load management. Exactly, like, players, yeah. Because they just don't have the huge demand every game.
1: hmm
2: Like, and you I, start I
1: actually, Bogey.
2: Yeah, go ahead. No, keep going. My point. Uh,
1: you, you, you start Bogey five to seven minutes in the first. Let him close the second, three to four. Start the third, four to five minutes, and close out the last seven to eight minutes of the fourth. Like, that's a lot of bogey. That's like what seven, seven, three. That's like 17 to 20 minutes a game of Bojan Bogdanovich. And it's gotta so more than not... that, he's gonna play more, <laughs> <laughs> probably. But I'm saying, like, at the bare minimum, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I, get what you types, mean. Right? I think like, Asar will crazy. also
0: be one of those guys who's gonna play like 38 minutes just because how stifling he is on defense,
1: yeah. And it was um, interesting to see, like, he sat out 90% of the fourth quarter against the Heat, Asar. Yeah. Like yeah, he I sat mean, out I a th- lot. He
0: had to. Um, yeah. They were ignoring him completely. Yeah. he just yeah, too smart. Were.
2: Offensive game, yeah. a little rough for him right now. The
0: the exactly. crazy thing is, we're going to get even bigger if we start bogey for OG. Killian. And then ship <laughs> uh-huh. the Sard down, I think. Like, bogey, he's yeah, He's not a bad defender. He's just, he, he's not like, you know, he's not it's quick He's just twitch. slow he's yeah. slow but he's smart right and like in yeah exactly a, a system he can like get people you know let me move him towards our bigs who are behind me i don't think he's going to be alive but like on utah as well he wasn't because he, he knew he had go gobert behind him it's the exact same thing um so yeah we're just going to get even bigger
1: <laughs> I, I forget which one of you mentioned it but when we were talking about the starters and like bogey coming off the bench I forget the term you use, like, super starter, super sub. Like, like he only comes in, like, two or three minutes into the game. I wouldn't mind seeing that when Bogey comes back. Like, you start Killian for two to three minutes or more just to get, like, a defensive presence going, and then you bring Bogey in after that. Like, I wouldn't mind I mean, that. I mean, I
0: guess we're going to have a fluid, like, starting lineup, depending who we play. Like, against the yeah. the Pacers, maybe the Wizards, the Bulls, you play that offensive guy. Um, against Golden mm-hmm. State, you might play Killian, you know. So, yeah, I, I mean, we have a deep team. A lot of good
1: games coming up. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh yeah, Th- that's what I was gonna ask. Uh, once we get to the look ahead, because I haven't even looked who we're playing next. I want to talk about s- some of those uh, potential matchups. Uh, uh, I got you.
2: Yeah, go but, ahead. Like real quick, just um, if we're if we're moving on from this, and we're d- are we done talking players moving into the? No, team
1: we. Team? If you got more keep talking, man.
2: No, just, like, uh, it's the wraps for James Wiseman, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, there's no excuse. Like, Monty Morris – or Monty Williams, sorry. This this team is being played by – like, you get minutes based on, like, op, like doing
0: good If you things, deserve right? it. There's
2: if... no, no locked-in lineup. It's who's playing well. If you deserve these minutes, you get these minutes. Uh, and I think Wiseman just doesn't deserve I it. I think –
1: I think it, it goes back to Monty said this during the first first couple of days of the training camp. You know, I'm throwing a lot at these guys, and we're throwing terms at them and schemes at them to see, like, who can pick it up and who can't. Unfortunately for James Wiseman, I think he can't pick up the defensive scheme, which is what's keeping him out. Because offensively, he's not terrible. He doesn't just...
2: play the role, though. But at point, no. of, at quick offense, I think Bagley has shown very much that he is the guy that's going to be in there. Uh, yeah. The yeah. Yeah, um,
1: and he's played well, like we talked about.
2: I can't wait to see Wiseman on F T Bayern in a couple years, like, <laughs> because like bro, he's gonna cook in the Euro leagues when he when they just let him like post up some like six eight guy. He's gonna work that dude. I uh, mean,
1: maybe he gets minutes against the Spurs because he's like the tallest dude on our team that can keep up with Wemby. But like,
2: yeah, bro, he's not keeping up with nothing there, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all like, I got, man. I'm
1: trying I think to give another guy
0: home. that might uh join him there overseas is patrick williams you know he came out he wanted 200 million plus on his next contract this guy had zero points versus I think he's I averaging I, three yeah. and a half yeah, he's, he's not. i'm glad uh i can say killian is winning that uh draft matchup <laughs> <laughs> possibly
1: i uh, i haven't finished listening to your guys last episode of uh of predictions for the next season did any of you guys choose Jonathan Kaminga for six Man of the Year? No,
0: no, but I might say Alec Burks.
1: I, I was going to say the same thing. Alec Burks is playing well, but Kaminga stood out to me. I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, any other notes on players before we look ahead to this next week? Because I'm, I'm giddy.
0: <laughs> I guess I was watching the Cavs play. I just think a player like Donovan Mitchell would be the ideal two-guard next to Cade. Maybe that's really? Jaden Ivey. Yeah, just a scorer, a shooter.
2: But like Mitchell's got a lot of usage.
0: Yeah, I mean, but he, I think he, in a winning system where he's not the only offensive player like on that Cavs team, he can play. I mean, he just watching him play, he's pretty much unstoppable offensively. So, shade he, is... he might win MVP.
1: I mean, what about a Zach Levine, like a guy who can just go out and score? Or he is just, he too he streaky for you?
2: He doesn't guard. Yeah. Yeah, Mitchell yeah but I like Mitchell is too small for
1: it. Mitchell's too small for what we got going. Like, we got this big team but Mitchell
2: going. is going. Mitchell has a huge wingspan, and he's also a. He's, beat, he's yeah. a. Yeah, that's kid. fair. <laughs> he can play. I think he can play up. Uh, I mean, that's ideally, fair. like, one time, like, I think the perfect guy would be Clay Thompson. Uh, I yeah. Mean, he's too old now Free agent now. to be. I'm yeah. yeah. Nothing. I'm just like, that's the type of dude. Because I don't want, like, a high usage two guard. because I want the ball in Cade's hands and. I think from that position, we really just want shooting and defense.
0: That's why I wanted to draft um the guy who ended up at the Pelicans at, like, the 13th pick. What what was his name? Oh, Jordan Hawkins. Yeah, Jordan Hawkins. Hawkins. I, I think he's going to be really Ooh, good. I, shot the
2: shit out of the ball last night, too. Yeah. yeah he did.
0: A player like that, I mean, man. I think they're going to become more common in the coming drafts. So I think we're going to end up probably picking in that range uh, this year, maybe around, like, 10 to, like, 15. Um, So, we can – find that guy, I think that's who we should target. But, yeah, let's look ahead.
1: Yeah, let's look ahead. So, the Pistons got three games this upcoming week. We got um, (laughs) – it's going to be a fun matchup against OKC. We're recording this on Sunday. So, we got a fun matchup against OKC tomorrow on Monday, probably Mm -hmm. today if you guys are listening to that. Um, And then we got a matchup with Scoot Henderson and the Trailblazers, Chauncey Billups coming home uh, to play the Pistons on Wednesday, and then we have another back-to-back at the next night. We welcome in Zion Williams, and actually, we're going to see them, but we're going to be in New Orleans facing Zion, Brandon Ingram, and Chica McCullough in the Big Easy. So, a tough week, but an
0: exciting That's week. That's a fun for this week. Team. That's a fun week, especially the way we've been playing. I'm, okay, I'm going to say we're
1: two and one this week. <laughs> same. <We're> gonna,
0: <laughs> same.
1: I, I don't know where that second win comes, but we got to beat Portland. There's, we're going to kill just,
0: Portland. They're too small. Ayton yeah. is the perfect guy to just feast on. So we're going to oh, destroy yeah. him. And, and if we go
1: small eight, and you pull him out to the perimeter. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, see, they're really good, but they're also small. Um, the, we
1: don't play I, I mean, they gave us a lot of fits in the preseason, but I think oh, now yeah. that we have like our, 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 our system a little more down than we did the first two times we played them, we'll be able to at least stop them a little bit more. But they were having us for breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the
0: preseason. The most important thing I'm watching out for is – foul trouble against Shea. He's really sneaky. He gets to the line. He's insanely strong.
1: Yeah, yeah, and Stu needs to make shots early in that game so that we can try to pull Chet away from the rim, or at least you know have at least some viable options. I mean, option even if really.
0: Chet is at the rim, um, I kind of just want to see us go through him. He's been moved I, by some I players. I loved
1: it when we went through. We took it to him in that second preseason game. I think it was. Yeah. Everybody took it at him, Durin took it at him, Asar took
0: it at him. I don't think K played. K can, can move him. Like yeah, Kate can move him. He he yeah, I mean he's had a seven block game, Chet, but like he's skinny. You can see Donovan Mitchell put put him on the ground a few times. Speaking of on the ground, that Kate crossover on Colby Jones. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: I was gonna say, how do uh, we not yeah, talk about yeah, that? Well,
0: oh you know, that's like, yeah. he got mad. Like you're you're talking I about mean, he started clapping after the after the Refs yeah. had to uh, assert themselves in the game for a little m- moment, but then Cade went crazy. That was really hype. The crowd was hype, fun to watch. I was and, cheering here alone in my room. Oh,
2: yeah, and you, me
1: too. Yeah, me too, dude. I was at home alone. I was, going, I was clapping with him. Let's go, okay? Let's dude,
2: go. I, 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 I'm just – I. I like wonder what my like, cause like the walls in my apartment aren't like super thick, and I can't <laughs> just, like hear what my neighbors are doing if they're like being loud. And then like I'll be watching the Pistons game, and I'm I'm wondering what they think when they just like randomly hear me like squeal like uh, something cool. Has, like... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what they think. Like I'll see Kate, I saw Kate Cook, and I actually just like let out like a, a long high pitched squeal for like five seconds after he cooked Kobe. A white office. Me too,
1: dude. My (laughs) brother was in the kitchen. He ran over and like, "What just happened?" I'm like, "You gotta watch, bro." (laughs) Oh (laughs) my god, man, I love it. And I think the other thing that I loved about it is like, Detroit and the Pistons have always felt like one. But in that moment where Cade was like hyping everybody up, he wasn't just clapping for his team for himself to get them in it. He was clapping for the fans. Yeah, right. and like he didn't stop when they started getting into it too. He was like, Yeah, you guys are in it too. Let's go. We're we're all part of this. I loved it. It was it was like I think James Edward called the, the Charlotte win a culture setting win. I,
0: I the bulls I feel even like the more last, so. Yeah. I
1: think so. Yeah. Like it it's just it's it's got me I don't know. It's got me salivating. that's and the only then, other word
0: I can think about. Yeah, same. And then looking a little uh further ahead that zion matchup we're going to have some big beefy boys cu- coming together in the paint that is going to be fun just watching yes, those guys is. run into each other <laughs> high jumping guys and balance I mean, tunes yeah exactly mm. that's a big team that's a fun team they've size they've length so i want to see I, how we, if we can still abuse you know, yeah. our size, or maybe not. That's going to then... be a
1: measuring stick game right there mm-hmm. because you get a small guard in CJ, then you go BI, then you go Zion, then you go balance shooters. Like, I feel like the we greatest. We fun week ad- ahead of us. We do. And I feel like the greatest um, advantage in that game is Kate on McCollum. I want to see the Pistons oh, yeah. exploit, gonna exploit those mismatches. Like,
0: Kate They had can Kobe switch White either him, but... unless it's. Herb. No, they're... I mean, they're going to put Herb Jones on her. Yeah, Jones. there's
1: that too. Yeah, I mean, but then that still leaves, like, I don't know, Killian on who else is going to play.
0: That's when Burks you start do? Burks. See, like, Burks can – Yeah, that's when with, you
1: start
2: Burks, yeah. Paulum. Exactly, I, right. To, I think, like, the – I don't even know if her doing like, the strength matchups, like, they don't matter. Yeah, them. I don't think
1: – no, Very, they, like, he's, he's strong.
2: ...order of what Cut. we've been doing things, but I want to go back to another play in that Bulls game where Cade yeah. gets an inside position on Tori Craig with a spin – Tori Craig tries to hack him by just doing a full like slap down on the shoulder and <laughs> arms. And like I think most guys, you know, you don't get it up. But K just like fully just powers through, gets the layup off of the and one, and uh through a very intentional like stopping the layup hack. And that that's just mm-hmm. the strength. And then
1: like Oh wait, was that the one where he went underneath for the
2: reverse one and one? Is that the one? Or was it? That yeah, was like, he he kind of like spun off Tory Craig.
0: Yeah, yeah. Almost uh, like yeah, went yeah. up, yeah.
2: Yeah, it just mm-hmm. went up, and Tory Craig had to like rip his arms down, and just didn't work. And mm-hmm. then like between the game, they were like they were showing like I don't know like random NBA clips, and one of them was like from Cade coming in his rookie year, and just like you you saw that, and then you saw back in the game with Cade playing, the the size difference, the, like, <laughs> night the and day, size man. <laughs>
0: Is six six
1: six seven two thirty that that's a man's man right there there's a few players that can stop that like
0: it's crazy. one more thing i'm looking i'm watching especially that game versus okc i wrote in my notes against the hornets how can Stu handle like a spacer like pj washington he's going to be on Jay will probably is there four right mm-hmm. yeah he's going to be on him He's shifty. He's quick. He moves. He's a perimeter player. So I want to see how Stu can stick with him if he can be a small ball. If he can stay out there against a small ball lineup, yeah, teams, that's gonna be really important to watch.
1: Who who's the starting five for the Thunder? You got Shea, uh, Giddy, uh, Jay Will, Chet, and Dort. Dort and Dort. So, and Dort. So like it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I mean, offensively, I mean, if you got a six four six five Jalen Williams on uh, Isaiah Stewart, like. Give it to He's him. He's long. Let, let him yeah. He's long, but still, I think Stu can still overpower him. Oh, He's, yeah. Um, no and then, I mean, who did the SAR take? Does the SAR take Shay? Does the SAR take Dork? Yeah, I think yeah. the SAR is going to take Shay. on Shay, yeah.
0: Kate on yeah. Killian on.
1: Probably put a little th- guy. Yeah. I think you do Kate on Giddy because Giddy's not going to score. He's just going to try to create. So that's less work. So Kate on Giddy and then Killian on Dork.
0: We have That's to watch out for their inbounds passes as well. They score a dude. lot of points gosh, straight off the inbound. Giddy inbounds. off the inbound
1: <laughs> is freaking insane, dude! Oh my god! It's uh, a
0: lightning bolt off his hands. It
1: is, and he's like looking somewhere. And he's like, yep. and "It's like, oh, okay, easy, dude." Like we got to watch out for that. And Monty Williams, there's no question. He learned from that in the preseason because Giddy be did mad it
0: too. If, if it happens, yeah, instant, Yeah, it's gonna be, time, gonna be time out right time away. Out. Yeah. <laughs> What's one thing? Um, what's the thing you're like keeping an eye on the most this this next week? Mine would be the stew against the small ball lineup.
1: Yeah, I think I think how we play the Thunder defensively is going to be something um, to keep an eye on because the Thunder are no question the very very minimum a play in team, max like six to four seed right
0: they're so good like, they're really good yeah, and Shea is exactly. insanely hard to stop
1: exactly so like how do we play that team I mean like I said they feasted on us in the preseason how do we hold our own with the momentum we got going right now and they're coming off a of back-to-back tomorrow they're playing right now or not right now in like three hours against the Nuggets so they oh, got yeah. the Nuggets I was gonna today. mention
0: that guys after <laughs> If you have time, watch that game.
1: Yeah, I I'm going to. I want to watch it. I want to two watch two MVP it.
0: candidates against each other.
1: mm mm-hmm. Um, I I mean we can talk all day about the last three days, which is kind of scary. Yeah. scary. But any other notes? Because we got to wrap this up eventually. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, looking forward to the physical matchup between Zion Williamson and Jalen Duren.
1: That yeah. will be fun. Yeah, and
2: players. the rebounding between Valanchunas
1: and Durian is going to be freaking insane.
2: Actually, yeah, that, that whole front court matchup, Stu Durian versus uh, Zion Valanchunas, mm-hmm. I think As- going to be some, some body blows.
1: Asar, Asar is going to be the X-factor in that game because he's going to have to guard Brandon Ingram, and he's going to have to be like a rebounder, so it's going to be really interesting. Um, Let's see any other did we talk about everybody i want to make sure we touched i think
0: everybody. so we touched on we touched on everybody um Connie, do you have anything any haters to call out or yeah man hater? anything to call I'm Get,
2: getting the crystal ball man yeah
0: are we keeping Connie's <laughs> so crystal what ball
2: getting, what was i getting angry about when i was watching the game uh
0: no shooting <laughs>
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's gonna like magically start making. I've done hating on Killian Hayes, man. I've hated them all. Sure, there's you not know, much to hate on. There's not. Really yeah, pretty pretty good times right now. That's
0: all right, how about good just a, a prediction then? Yeah, man. Look into that crystal ball.
2: <sighs>
0: oh, some turnovers. How about that?
2: Was in, so, yeah, okay, these okay. turnovers, man. Jalen Duran picking up like every single game. It's like I. I feel like the games we've had so far, the turnovers have been come real fast in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, come out to a better start. Like Jalen Duran, ease up on him, make the right passes. A and
1: of- I think if we can play more consistently like we did in the second half against Miami, it's going to be really fun. Like, I think we only had two turnovers in the second half against Miami. The two turnovers with the scheme that we got going. Mm, I don't. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, I wanted to do a segment this season. you guys remember, like, right before right after Cade got drafted, he was doing that live stream and, like, some random dude came on and she just kept Kate kept going, come on, bruh. You guys remember that?
0: Oh, where I think I've seen that on Reddit, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we're doing a segment this year called, come on, bruh. So, like, from the last three games, what is your come on, bruh moment? I would say off. the turnovers. What do you mean by that? Um, Like, what's first? the moment where. Yeah. Did you, where go like, did yeah, you go first.
0: Yeah, go first.
1: Uh, Here, come okay, on, okay, okay, I'll go, okay, I'll go first. So, like, the way I'm thinking we do this is like, what moment from the last week when you were watching the game, you threw yeah, your yeah, hands up and you're like, come, come on, bro. On, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I would say the turnovers and the lack of foul calls from Kate. I feel like that's going to be the come on, bro, moment for a lot of these pods. But come
0: on, bro.
1: From the first two games, those are. And, of course, I'm just setting an example here. So, I would only choose one of these in the future. Yeah. But I'm going to go turnovers and cake being fouled. Those are my come on, bro moments.
0: Mine is, like, against players like Jimmy Levine where, like, he'll drive in, they pump fake, and, like, Dern will jump or Star will jump. I'm like, come on, bro. Killian Hayes jumping
1: jumping on pump fakes needs to stop.
0: Anybody, just stay down. Yeah. Um, come on, bro.
2: think just generally when, like, a, a ball gets kicked out to the perimeter and, <laughs> it, and it, like, barely clips from him. Come, like, like, yeah. like, come on, bro. Yeah. Come on. Come on, bro. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> I like this one. I like this segment. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Valley's going to love this
0: one, too. I, <laughs> he, I pitched I, it to him.
1: He guy. loved it. <laughs> yeah. He, um, but, uh uh, this is going to be a fun week. Um, I'm going to the game Wednesday gonna night. It's going to be a fun year. It is going to be a fun year. It is going to be a fun year. But we're gonna uh, uh, savor every second of every game. Um, it's going to be fun. Uh, I'm going to be at the game Wednesday night. We're going for school, so if you're there and you want to meet one of us, as you know, we're probably really big celebrities. At 21 listens per episode, but if you want to, if you want to listen to us uh in person make sure you reach out and I will be there but uh any other notes before we hop off for this week?
0: I don't think so. Yeah. Oh wait real so. quick special yeah. K has been really good. He's he's on his on his uh best behavior. Co- co- commentating he's been amazing. Johnny Kane too yeah. he's he's improved. He's is- he's had the like oh mercy that call yeah. and the dunce. <laughs> I like that. I like that <laughs>
1: Um, oh, uh, did, uh,
2: yeah. Had, it might be time.
1: No, it's not.
0: Don't no.
2: don't start that conversation. Bro, Give Blaha know. one playoff <laughs> run.
0: Give Blaha <laughs> one playoff run, and then let him hand over the belt.
2: Just like when there's a big dunk, and Blaha is just like, "I'll get basket," and <laughs> then it's go down. This I, I, I also think
0: he was like, especially in the Hornets arena, he was like too far from the action, so they couldn't see. Yeah. Right.
1: It it was hard for him, yeah. I think he called Jaden Ivey Alec Burks, but like I get yeah. it. you're 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 older and, and that's difficult. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, why did we not talk about this? Asar Thompson's, like come from behind strip on Zach Levine into he an just Alec takes it <laughs> the
0: into the like Man,
1: like he had Kate open on the left side, but he saw the Duran thing the whole way. He saw it at half court and was like, "No, Kate, forget you. I got this." It w- it was amazing and he was hype after it. Um I love the emotion this team is displaying too. I like before we've seen them make big plays and they just like go back into the huddle and just like, yeah, good job, good job. This time they're like they're they They're screaming. Other. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um I had another thought on Cade, but it let me, it slipped my mind. So any You're other thoughts for next week then. Yeah, I know. I'll try. I'll try. Uh anything from you guys before we get off here?
2: Uh, we got a lot of Pistons to talk for the rest of this year, man. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting some sure more do. fun pods, man.
1: Yeah, for sure. And this and today was only three of us. So when we got Valley back in here, I don't know how we're going to cut the time off. We, had, we even struggled on that today. But uh, make sure that you guys like and subscribe to us on YouTube if you haven't. Also, make sure that you're following us on all social media platforms. Uh, we're on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter uh facebook um youtube apple podcast the soon to be expiring google podcast and spotify as well but man we say it at the end of every pod but i think i think people can see it this time throw the bus on detroit because the future is bright